0: is ccfm 107.5
1: you know i do a lot of the community community focused interviews and today uh, i'm going to introduce you to a special lady um and uh, the organ- organization that she represents and uh, they're doing fantastic fantastic work and always love to connect with people such as jill corollison jill welcome to ltc
2: Thank you so much, Marco. Great to have
1: to, to be here. It's good to have you on the show. And uh, firstly, congratulations with your Mayoral Award for you and the organization, The Father's Heart. And uh, welcome. Thank you so much. And good to have you here, of course. And i uh, love to hear your stories and to, to know what you guys are doing. Uh, a lot of times we can't be where you guys are at, but I love to connect with people on the ground that's making real change out there and changing lives for good. So, Jill... Let's talk about the Father's Art. I really love the name of the organization. Uh, but let's talk more about uh, firstly, um, a little bit about you and your husband, I think, who's equally pivotal in what's happening with the Father's Art.
2: Uh, yes. Um, so, my husband and I co founded uh, the Father's Art Community Development in early 2019. We formally established the organization. After just being called by God um, He actually spoke to us a couple of years ago already And originally we ran quite far It was quite a big vision And you know, you always say, use us Lord Mm. And then when He tells you exactly how You're almost like, oh, okay, (laughs) wait (laughs) You know, but we played the big pairs Because we always felt, you know, we wanted God to use us And we always knew we've, we've always had a heart for orphan and vulnerable children particularly And fatherless children in particular as well and uh, so we skipped out. Um, we couldn't. We couldn't learn from God anymore. And when He started pretty much screaming at us at the end of 2018, we realized that you know now is the time either obedience or we walk away. Yeah. And so we stepped out and we left our corporate jobs and we started the Father's Ark, which the name um, the name was sort of twofold. It was something that we were playing about, mm. and God gave us that name specifically, but also tied in exactly with what we we're hoping to achieve you know majority of the social ills in our country is caused by the fact that there are no fathers um and there's no there's these children who don't have an identity they don't have fathers to guide them and and show them the heart of the father and be good examples and so that's where all of that comes from and so you know what we try to do through our organization you know besides on a practical level the the different interventions and programs that we run is to basically disciple um the children so As an orphan and vulnerable child care organization, it is um, providing interventions and programs to support foster families, foster moms, and the children in the care, but also to just to show them the heart of the Father, to disciple them, to know who God is, and to just reestablish their identity and purpose in God, and then restore healthy, loving family environments, because that's yeah. really God's design family.
1: And uh, there's a particular stat uh, That I wanted to share A little bit later On the state of fatherlessness um, In South Africa especially And uh, maybe we Maybe not. We're not aware of uh, the the consequences of a stat like that, but let's keep that in yeah. our back pocket for now. I want to get into some of the other aspects of what you are about, and I love the fact that you you have named it uh, the Father's Heart. And God says that He's got good plans for us, and He's got a, a hope and a future for all of us. Amen. And when I, I see what you guys are about, it's I always love the fact that we can go from potential to purpose, right? And we're speaking. About about um, accomplishing goals and the like. I want to talk to you about um, the opportunities that you guys try to, to give to people to fulfill their God-given potential. Let's talk about that. Why is that so important, Jill?
2: Um, well, Mark, you know, the, the biggest problem in our country is that there's a you know, perpetual cycle of inequality and exploitation and abuse that is playing many of our children in South Africa. And we, you know, we felt that we are driven to try and help these children and change their futures and try and give them a hope for their future, you know, and to know that God has not forgotten them. You know, it's specifically in the community that we work in, which is Santa Grau, just outside of Durbanville. When we first went in and started working on the ground with the people in the community, the one thing that kept on popping up was forgotten people. We mm. are the forgotten people. We spoke to other organizations that, you know, and they would say, oh, yes, we forgot about them. So. And it just became, a you know, this, this thing, this identity that we took on, and we were like, no, but you are not forgotten. God has not forgotten you. And so it's so important to show people, and especially children that are rising up, you know, I think with the the, the older generation, sometimes it's quite difficult because they're already quite taken their ways. They've gone through a lot of trauma themselves, and they don't feel like, you know, that they can change. So it's almost more difficult. But a child, you know, who comes, even a child has gone through trauma, I mean, we work with children, that have been taken out of their homes and they've been through such severe abuse and neglect. You can't even understand how this child is still standing, but let alone they smile, they fight, they want to, you know, they've got this drive in them to still have some hope.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's so much easier to actually to give that to them. And if you provide the resources, you provide the love, you provide the care, um, and you just see how a child completely blossoms and blooms. And yeah. so that's what we're about, just giving them all the opportunities and resources and bringing it to them, um, to help them change their future and give them every possible tool that they need yeah. to be able to be who God called them to be and to live out their purpose and plan because most of them don't know that yeah. you know they, they don't realize that there is a plan and purpose no matter what their background yes. and all of those types of things so That's really what drives us, um, to see them fulfill their plan and purpose
1: in Jesus Christ. I think that a lot of us, um, especially when we're young, we struggle with uh, those type of things, uh, and especially when the resources are not there. And it's not a crutch, it's not uh, an excuse, Mm -hmm. but uh, if if, if, if you're there and you know what it is when you want to accomplish things in life, Um, to become somebody to fulfill your purpose and the struggle is always there and it speaks to a self-worth a little bit later because now you're comparing and you're thinking i'm never going to make it but we want to speak to the value and the worth of somebody and uh, you want to be able to say to them you can do it and with that you can pay it forward to others and, and and i commend you guys for doing all of that let's get into just um you know i think uh in the last couple of years you've accomplished quite a bit but uh let's talk about what you do day to day and then i also want to celebrate you a little bit later but typically what happens um at the father's house our father's house on a day-to-day basis
2: Uh, So basically, um, our model is very holistic, as I said, working with foster families and orphan and vulnerable children. So we've got um, different pillars that we look at. So one of them is training and equipping parents. So that looks like um, parent training, trauma competent care training specifically for the foster parents, um, skills development, making sure that the foster families actually have an income. So we will send um, a foster mother, for example, who is not working. And just depending on a grant, we will send them for training, we will find them a job so that she can actually, um, you know, have the income to care for the child, the children in her care and to be able to put a meal on the table. You know, our our model is really built on a hand up and not a hand out. We want these families to be independent of us and to be self-sustaining. So we provide all the tools in order to do that. And then there's also leadership training and mentoring. Um, You know, we work a lot, like I said, very holistically, So it's also personal development, changing your mind, um, your mindset and how do you build and even providing counselling for for parents that need it because you know you need a a, a whole parent to look after a child. And then we've got our growing and developing children. Uh, What that looks like is we actually run office school programs every day in Vasantical. We've got an office, um, a premises that we're currently leasing. Uh, We are building a... uh, Child uh, the Child and Youth Development Centre that's in process, but we have at least premises at the moment, and we run our after-school programs from there. So the children come to us every afternoon, they get a hot and nutritious meal, then they get help with schoolwork, we do tutoring, and then there's talent development. Mm. So that looks like arts and crafts, dance, sports, um, computers, those type of things. And then we also make sure that we develop the children as well. So we've got Bible studies, there is um, mentorship programs for girls and boys, there'll be ad hoc workshops with regards to um, issues that particularly plague them, like uh, fluency, uh yeah. gangsterism,
0: yeah.
2: drug addiction, uh, teenage pregnancies, those type of things.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then of course, providing access to quality education, the social protection and support um, of our most vulnerable being our widows and our orphans. So we have an intimate foster family program but we also provide these um, these uh, interventions and programs where we can to the greater community. So mm-hmm. if we're running for, say, a parenting program, you know, we invite other parents who would like to, to have access to that also to be included on that. Once we have our center, we can accommodate many more children because uh, currently we're quite impacted by space. Then we'll be able to open up to not just foster families and not just foster children. Because in essence, um, the community that we work in as thousands of vulnerable children with absolutely no access to resources or after school programs or any infrastructure, actually, or anything for them. Um, and then job creation and skills, like I mentioned, is specifically for our foster moms um, to make sure that they can uh, provide food and put food on the table and shelter for the children in the care. But also that, again, extends. You know, when we have our um, center, we'll have socioeconomic hubs that will be on there like a bakery, a coffee shop, sewing facility. yeah, And that will be given to firstly to our foster moms, but then it will be opened up to sort of um, your low-skilled adults who maybe can't go into your normal job, unemployed youth. Yeah. So we will actually train them up, I'm currently doing training already, but we'll train them up and then find a job placement for them. Um, and so that's basically our, in a nutshell, the type of services that we provide.
1: Um, I think you need a a bigger nutshell because there's a lot more to it. Um, And and I've actually taken a look at uh, your Facebook page as well and uh, the one thing that you may be underplaying uh, in regards to land and buying land um, yeah. just in brief <laughs> I know you're leasing at the moment but you also have land and uh, made possible mm-hmm. through lots of people and and uh, different ways of getting there but you have land
2: Yes, it was actually uh, Marco, it was such a miraculous story I wish I had more time to share all of it but you know the last year has been quite difficult for us I mean COVID hit everybody and impacted everybody financi- financially and we wouldn't um, you know, it didn't miss us So during the year, trying to make sure that we were still operational, being able to run all our programs, support all our families, etc. And at the same time, you know, trying to make sure that we we stayed true to the vision that God had given us, which was to build this center so that we could impact more children. You know, he kept on saying to us, extend your 10 pegs, you know, Mm. strengthen your your poles because more children. And um, we were like, okay, Lord, how? You know, fundraising for land during a pandemic, not so great. Yeah. Um. And we had a, a sale agreement to buy just over six thousand square meters worth of land in the center of the Santa Clara to build a center. And um, the time was coming closer and closer where we needed to have the it was five hundred and seventy five thousand land in order to purchase that land. And just through miracle upon miracle of God, just sending people um, to to do that, to, to to partner with us and give us the money for that. Yeah. So we had like some key stakeholders like Bright Hardware, which is a long-term partner for our building project as a whole, not just for the land. There was Swiftly Africa, the New Trust, Durbanville um, Town Centre, and so many um, of the people from for Santa Cal that actually work at the town centre. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, so it's just been amazing. I mean, it literally came down to the wire that the day before we were due to pay the final payment for that land, um, hey. according to our contract, somebody contacted us and said, that um, he had been, God had told him to to, uh, raise money in his personal capacity for this land. He didn't tell us, we didn't know. And he had 75,000 rand for us that he wanted, so he wanted to know, do we need it? And 75,000 rand was exactly what we were short of. (laughs) So he paid that money into us Friday afternoon. It cleared in our account for Sunday. Sunday we paid it over into the lawyer's account. It cleared Monday morning, and that was the last day, Tuesday. I mean, Monday evening was the end of our deadline. Oh my goodness. So, you know, it's just, you know, stories like that. It's yeah. just We are just so overwhelmed by God's grace and His love and His mercy and His provision. Um, you know, and it, it just stirred our faith up because it's not easy. Yeah. It hasn't been an easy year. Yeah. And there are still times where we were, like, nail-biting, like, Jesus, where are you? Yeah. But just to see how He's come through and how He has miraculously provided, especially for that land and for, for all our staff and all our families. Yeah. We just know that we know that we know that this is his vision. It is what he wants and that he will bring it to pass. It's, it's amazing. Pass. And so we're just so grateful for all the people that he has built already um, to actually partner with us financially
0: yeah.
2: because it's his people that he uses, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and so we're grateful for all those people that were obedient um, and stepped out in faith and and obedience to to actually uh partner with us so yeah we're excited very excited about the next steps Love it. and um we can currently have plans um being drawn up and for council submission and then yeah we wait for for god to do his thing
1: <laughs> isn't it amazing when he shows you that he's aware of you that he knows your needs and he knows it before you even ask and um when Absolutely. you When you doubt sometimes you can look back at your memory stones and say, "Oh there yeah, that that was the time it came through. We'll do it again uh, And I love the story, and uh, I don't have enough time with you though uh, we need to <laughs> we need to get into quickly your Mandela Day initiative um we can do that in brief, and I think we need to save some more time. but let's talk about um this awesome initiative that you have. Yes, um so I'm sure many
2: people know. That the Mandela Day is coming up next week, Sunday, the eighteenth of July, and it's actually a you know it's a global call um, to action for everybody that every every individual can actually make a difference and make an impact. And so we were thinking, you know, we know that there's so many people that do actually want to do something and want to give back, but they don't know how. And especially because of COVID and the levels that we're on, you know, it's very difficult to now go out of your home and. Do something, and so we thought, like, how could we make it practical for people to actually still make an impact and get involved? So we um, decided on a cupcake for a cause uh, initiative, and what that means is that we asking everybody, um, families, you know, get the kids involved um, on next week Sunday to spend the sixty-seven minutes baking cupcakes. So you can decide how many you'd like to do. Whether it's yeah. a batch of twelve, or twenty-four, or forty-eight. You then make pick those cupcakes and you sell them to friends, family, colleagues, whatever the case may be, at whatever cost you want to, whether it's ten rand or twelve rand or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then you then um, donate those proceeds to us. So you can find our website detail. I mean, our banking details will be. You can find them either on our website or we'll post it on social media. Yeah. And yeah, so you know that will, that will. The money that we raise from those cupcakes will ensure that we can continue our good work in the community. Um, because it is, it is crucial, the yeah. services that we provide, the access to social development and social workers and uh, counseling and psychologists for all the kids and all of those things, it costs money. Yeah. And so it will ensure that our kids can continue with the therapy, that our doors can stay open, that all the um, members from the community that we've trained up that are working with us, because that's where we get our staff complement from, that they can continue to get an income. And so that we can continue doing that um, as well as, you know, while we're raising the funds for our building projects.
1: Yeah. And uh, you guys are doing an amazing work, but don't just, don't just take my word for it. I'll take the mayor's word <laughs> for it. And, uh, of course, you have received um, uh, an award for, organization with, for an organization whose focus is hands-on solutions with community issues. And so... Why doesn't that surprise us that you would get that award? I think um, your work speaks for itself. And I want to say congratulations to you and your husband and the team. I'm pretty sure there's a team behind you as well and everybody involved. Yes,
0: absolutely. And
1: I'm so looking forward to chatting to you again on air and just to continue to hear about the story. Uh, I wish I had a lot more time with you. Um, maybe you can just give some details uh, to our listeners and then I want to play a song for you and uh, the Father's Heart community. Uh, I think you inspired inspired um, just earlier in the, in the conversation. I'm going to play a song for you. But just give ourselves those details quickly.
2: Okay. um, People can, if they want to, check us out. They can go to our Facebook or Instagram page uh, at the Father's Heart TD, and then of course our website. uh, We try and keep as relevant as possible with what's going on. Um, It's www.therathersheart.org. and then if anybody who's listening on the air who feels stirred to partner with us in any way, shape, or form, whether on the building project side or financially or volunteering, they are welcome to email info
1: at thefathersheart.org.za and then we'll make contact with them that's as simple as all of that so Jill, I'm going to play a song by Israel Houghton and New Breed. It's a song called Not Forgotten and I think that will speak to uh, you and to the people you serve and uh, thank you for doing what you guys are doing God bless you, God bless the works of your hands and whatever you put your hands to and may you enlarge your 10 pegs even more um I think thank you, you so deserve much. that. And so thank you for making time Amen. to chat to me. Till next time, God bless you.
2: Thank you. God bless you too. Appreciate it today. Have a
0: good one. You Bye. Changing lives for good. CCFM 107.5.